Hello, Nation. This is Carlos Reyes. Welcome back to the Realist Podcast in the game where we bring you the cream of the crop. That's right. The best of the best. And right here in this podcast, we really like to dig deep and see what makes these people tick. Now, today, it's a little bit of a different show. We don't have a guest. I don't have my partners. But nonetheless, this is episode 22, and I want the value to be heavier than ever. Okay, today we're going to discuss something that I'm constantly asked, either every day or every other day. Carlos, what do I do with my very first big real estate payday? So stick around. All right, so welcome back to episode 22. Today we are going to answer your prayers. That's right. We're going to discuss what you need to do when you land that first big deal that changes the rest of your life. Now, that's not entirely true. Because if you're not disciplined with the profit of that deal, you could be out of business a lot sooner than you ever imagined. Back to what I was saying. I, I get this question asked over and over and over again. Hey, man, what do I do with my first payday? What do I do with my first big deal? What do I do? What do I do? What did you do, right? You guys all know, or maybe you don't know, uh, my first deal, uh, it was only $5,000, right? I put out 2,400 bandit signs. It took me six months, and I made $5,000 because I assigned a property in West Phoenix to a cash buyer. And what I did with that deal, okay, this was long ago, about 2014, right? Um, I reinvested all $5,000 back into marketing because it wasn't easy to put out these bandit signs every single weekend. Like, I don't know who out there is putting out bandit signs, in most states, in most cities, in most markets, bandit signs don't even work unless you're like in a subpar, slower, you know, less population, you know, like a, um, I don't know, uh, El Paso, Texas, you know, New Mexico, Columbus, um, San Antonio, like in some of these smaller markets, bandit signs are still effective. But in some of these A uh, markets and B markets like Vegas, LA, Phoenix, forget about it. It's, I mean, these, these, it's not going to be a good thing for you. You're going to waste a lot of time, a lot of energy, and uh, you're going to be very discouraged and disappointed. So, you know, my old style, what we you know when I started, it was like brute force. I didn't have any money. I was dead broke. Right. So for me, it was just a bunch of elbow grease. It was like bandit signs, door knocking, driving for dollars, putting um, flyers on, on, on windshields at Lowe's and Home Depot and Walmart. I mean, you name it, you know, um, nowadays, right. Technology is far more advanced. It's been like eight years, right? Uh, there's so much more information out there and, and, and there's, you know, back then, even in 2014, social media wasn't what it is today, right? Like, but nowadays there's so much knowledge, so much information out there compared to when I started, when I started, I read a $10 book and that book told me to go put out bandit signs. It, they didn't tell me to go cold call, uh, do pay-per-click. They didn't tell me to do none of that. It just said, go put out bandit signs. So, you know, it was like rough draft moves for me. You know, I was like, oh, okay, I'll go put out bandit signs every single weekend and just pray. Hopefully I get a phone call. And, you know, six months later, I, I got that phone call and uh, my life changed. For those of you out there that are working on their first deal or already had their first deal, um, I want you to be extremely disciplined because this can change or alter the trajectory of the rest of your life. You got to have the discipline, right? 
and I say this time and time again, delayed gratification, delayed gratification. I know that if you make $30,000 on your first deal, you're going to want to go and blow it on something. We all want, want wanted that at one point, especially coming from where I come from, right? I'm like, man, if I ever have or hold $10,000 in my hand, I'm going to go and buy a some Gucci gear or, you know, a chain or something, right? Like I just wanted everybody to see, hey, I'm successful. Look at me. But the fact of the matter is that that's not the right mentality to have when you're really trying to play this game at a high level and you're trying to play this game for a very long time. All right, so we're going to break down what you need to do with your first big payday. All right, so let's just say that you land a deal and you profit in your average deal size in most markets right now because of the, the market, it's about twenty-five to $30,000, okay? So now you have about twenty-five dollars to $30,000 that you, you're holding a physical check and it's 20, you know, let, let's just say 30,000 just for math purposes, right? You're holding a physical check for $30,000. Well, for those of you that have a job, because I had a job when I you know, landed my first deal, the first thing I want you to do Right, because it's different for the the people that are already full time entrepreneurs that kind of just had blind faith and said, "Oh, I'm quitting my job and I'm going all in on real estate." Right? Well, it, it, that trajectory or that path is going to be a little different than the people that I, that have a job. So why don't we address the people that have a job first? The people that have a job, and I wrote some of these notes down for you because I didn't want to just get up here and, and and guide you and direct you in the wrong direction. You guys know I would never do that to you. So if you have a job, right? I want you to put away about four to six months worth of reserves, okay? Most people's expenses is anywhere from two to $5,000. For math sakes, let's just say that your expenses are three grand, okay? $3,000. Three times four, that's about 12 grand. You landed a $30,000 deal, do yourself a favor, have the discipline to to put $12,000 in a savings account. Okay, that's going to make you feel very safe, very secure so you can actually quit your job, okay? Now, if you want to get really conservative because you really don't believe in yourself and you really don't believe in what you're doing, because I can tell you this, I know for a fact that if you're doing real estate full-time, there is absolutely 0% chance or 0.1111111 that you will not do another deal in those four months if you are really committing yourself fully to landing your next deal. I say this from experience. There's no way. It's physically impossible, all right? You can accidentally just stumble onto a deal. But let's just say that you put away four months worth of reserves, boom, that's $12,000, right? That's the first thing I would do. The second thing I would do is invest into a CRM. That's right. That is a system that's going to organize and and structure your, your your entire business, right? Like your leads, your deals, everything. So if you don't have a CRM, because when I started, I was literally all pen and pen and paper, pen and paper, pen and paper, right? I want you to get a CRM. You have to get a CRM. That's normally anywhere from eighty to one hundred and twenty dollars a month. It's worth it. It's going to keep you organized. It's going to keep your your appointments, your tasks, your your deals, like a record of everything, everything in that CRM system. 
Okay, I'm gonna make a couple recommendations out there. The first recommendation that I'm going to make is prospects, Prospect X, prospectx.com. That is what we use now presently. We've been using that system since we got rid of our old Podio. Everybody in the real estate community, 90% of people use Podio. We got away from it because it just wasn't doing all the things that we needed it to do. Um, it, it, we couldn't grow. We couldn't scale properly the way that we would ideally like to. So, you know, we, we developed Prospect X. And I strongly encourage you to take a look at it and take a look at some of the videos so you can see how user-friendly it is. Listen, I'm a guy, I'm not an integrator. I'm, I'm, I'm not, tech, not technologically inclined, right? Like my business partner is like, I barely know how to log into my Facebook for God's sakes, but I know how to use Prospect X. So that's what I'm sitting here recommending Prospect X. Now, if you don't go with Prospect X, then go to investorautomation.com and grab the Hercules Podio. It's a very easy Podio to use. Okay, those are the two recommendations that I personally, from experience, that I have used them. So I, I think they will really help your business out. First thing you do, again, reserves, CRM. The next thing you do is you reinvest, right? You reinvest a majority, 70 to 75%, back into your business. All right, we're gonna stop there and now we're gonna go down the other path of if you don't have a job. All right, so if you have a job, Put away reserves because you're going to quit, okay? If you don't quit, it's only going to cost you more money. It's costing you opportunity and money to not quit. You're literally walking over dollars to pick up pennies. I'm saying this from experience. I quit like six months too late, you know, and I wish I would have quit sooner. You know how it is, you know, when, when you're programmed and conditioned to get up every morning and brush your teeth and take a shower and, and drive, you know, an hour to get to a job that you're just going to sit there stationary for God knows six hours, eight hours, 10 hours, whatever. Like that was me. And I, I just physically like on a cellular level, it, it was what my body was programmed to do. It, I did it over a decade. So it was like robotic, almost like, oh, get up, brush teeth, shower, clothes right? Uh, hopefully, right? For some of you that are not clothing up every day, that's, uh, we got to talk about that too. But all right, you know, throw on some clothes, get in the car, go through a McDonald's drive-thru. If, if, you know, if that's what you do, if that's what makes you happy, you know, uh, get to work, clock in, have your 15 minute uh, break, have your 30 minute to an hour lunch, have your 15 minute break, and then clock out and then go home, right? Isn't that like a majority of people's lives these days? That is what I call the assembly line, right? So, I mean, the ultimate goal and objective here in, in real estate, right? Real estate. By the way, if you haven't grabbed this book, please do so. You can actually, you don't have to pay $25 on Amazon. You can go to bestreibook.com, bestreibook.com and download it for free. This tells you everything you need to know. But listen, if you are programmed the way that I was programmed, I mean, it's going to be like pulling teeth to, to, to leave that job. And that's what I'm sitting here telling you, like, have the courage to put away, you know, have the discipline to put away reserves and have the courage to say, hey, I'm out two week notice. Right. Because I don't want you to commit the same mistakes that I, I made, you know, early on. And and uh, it's going to cost you several hundred thousand dollars just because of your fear. You know, I mean, it's a big step. It was a big step for me, man. Like, like it was hard for me to quit a job. It was like, you know, it's what I was used to doing. It's what made me feel safe at the moment. But how much security is really in a job where you can get fired today, get fired tomorrow, get laid off, COVID happens again. I mean, you're right. Like, look what happened in, you know, 
in 2020 with all this that's going on. There is no security. There's no such thing as security. Here's your severance package. We got to let you go. We're reducing, right? Downsizing. There's no security. I think the most secure situation is for you to be able to generate and produce your own income. I think that's the most secure strategy for anybody. But then again, that's my opinion, right? Uh, but anyway, for those of you that don't have a job, same thing. Do me a huge favor. Be disciplined with your money, right? Um, now, the same thing. Grab a CRM. I recommended some of the CRMs that you, sh you should grab, right? Now, let's get into reinvesting because now we're both like, okay, you quit your job, you put reserves, you know, you, you didn't quit your job or whatever, but regardless, we got to reinvest back into the company, right? So we're going to reinvest. And you know what? Let's just say that you made a $30,000 uh, a check, okay? This is the way we're going to work it. I want you to take 10% of that money, which is about $3,000, right? If my math serves me. And I want you to go blow it on whatever, whatever's been itching at you. I don't know, some clothes, um, a watch, whatever. I don't care what you do. Go, go to a concert, go to a vacation, whatever, right? Take 10% of that money and treat yourself, okay? Because I want you to really scratch that itch. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to reinvest, okay, the remaining balance of that. Now, now I do understand that for some of you, you may have three to $5,000 in expenses. That's fine. Let's take away the three to 5K also. Let's take away the three to 5K. Fine. Now you got 10%, 3,000, $5,000 that you're taking away for expenses. We are 30,000 minus 8,000. So now we have 22,000, right? Okay. Well, we have 22,000, which is about 73.33%. Okay, I said 70 to 75, we're pretty close. The first thing I need you to do is I need you to go and pull 40,000 records on listiva.com. Okay. 40,000 records is going to cost you between pulling the data, which every single record, and then skip tracing the data. It's going to cost you about $4,400. Okay. What I want you to do out of those 40,000 uh, records, I want you to divide. This is a 50 50 split. 20,000 of those records, your criteria through listiva.com should be um, absentee owner, 20% or more uh, equity, right? And then you can really mess around with other things like, you know, year built and how many bedrooms and bathrooms. You, you can really home in on the criteria, but, the, you know, the, the, the big bulk of it is I want you to absentee owner, 20% or more equity. That's 50% of the records. That's 20,000. The other side is I want you to pull uh, owner occupant or owner occupied, sorry, people that actually live in their homes. Um, and same thing, 20% or more equity, and then you can mess around with the rest of the stuff. But the reason why I want you to pull half and half, absentee owner and owner occupant, because I feel like it's a good mixture, okay? Let me just explain the difference between both criterias. The absentee owner side, you're not gonna talk to a lot of people and your contact rate's gonna be very low, but man, oh man, can you really land some home runs there? Okay, you can really land some home runs there. Why? Well, whenever you do talk to a homeowner, these homeowners don't really have a personal connection or emotional attachment to the property, right? So you're going to be able to work a deal um, without so much emotion being involved. So it makes it a little more transactional and, and, and it makes it a little easier for you and a little better for both sides. On the other side, with the owner-occupant uh, uh, criteria, well, these folks still live in their property, 
right? There's a lot of emotional attachment. They live there. It's their home. It's their family's home. It's where they share their Christmases and all the other holidays, right? So that side, you're going to speak to a lot of people, but your conversion, like your contact rate's going to be up, but your conversion's going to be very low. And whenever you do convert a deal, it's not going to be a lot of money. You see why it's so important to uh, graph from both sides? Okay, so again, that's the uh, first thing we're going to do is the data, okay? Now, 22,000, take away 4,400. Um, and then, uh, yes, you got to get the CRM. Same thing as we said earlier, get the CRM. That's about 80 to $120, right? Now let's talk marketing. What are you going to spend in, in regards to marketing? Cause you know, marketing is probably what got you to deal in the first place, whether you were out, you know, putting out bandit signs, door knocking. I mean, it's all still marketing. You know what I mean? Cold calling, whatever. It's still marketing. So what I want you to do is I would like you to hire Three cold callers, and you can use the same company that I use, callgeeks.com, callgeeks.com. And if you want to email them, it's admin at callgeeks.com. I personally have 25 agents with them right now. I had 30 for like three years, right? I have 25 right now. Um, the owner, uh, Jason, actually asked me to reduce it to 25 because he said it wasn't really worth it. I wasn't There wasn't much of a difference um, with the extra five, and I was spending more money than I had to. It was very ethical of him because most people don't do that. So I got 25 agents there. Um, you hire three agents. What I love about Call Geeks, guys, is that it's literally turnkey. They train them. You don't have to. Um, they send you daily reports with the contact rate, the health list, the, the list of your, I'm sorry, the health of your list. Um, and then also, you know, how many leads were produced from each agent that day, how many hours were dialed, um, how many uh, contacts, how many conversations. I mean, they, they, they really track everything for you and they send you a report every single day, which I love. And I love the fact that I don't have to sit there and train a cold calling agent, right? My time is worth way more than $6.50 an hour. That's what they charge. So callgeeks.com, I would hire three agents. That's going to cost you about... $3,120 a month. I want you to commit to three months of that marketing channel. That's going to cost you about $9,360 over the course of three months. Okay. Now we're going to break it down like this. Those three months of cold calling from call geeks will probably give you about 144 leads per month. Okay. So let me just say this, the average industry standard right now for every 50 leads, this is lead to contract uh, ratio when it comes to cold calling, the cold calling uh, channel, for every 50 leads I get, I'm churning a deal. So you can only imagine, that means that you're probably churning a minimum of two deals per month through cold calling, okay? Uh, so you're going to get a crazy return on investment there. Now let's keep breaking it down, right? We were at, we just deducted another 9360. Okay. The other marketing channel that I strongly encourage you to set some money aside for is pay-per-click Google AdWords. I want you to set aside 5,500 bucks, right? You can actually, uh, if you want to use the same, um, campaign manager, uh, and company that I use, it's Magnus, uh, magnusdigital.com, M-A-G-N-U-S digital.com. You can email Dave, D-A-V-E, at magnusdigital.com. Um, he's been running our pay-per-click campaign since 2016. Um, this guy is definitely an expert in his field. And uh, I only recommend and, you know, uh, give you guys resources that I personally have experience 
uh, current experience or experienced. So $5,500 should get you about three deals, okay? Um, this is what I want you to do. You're going to get about three deals there, and, okay, and I only want you to commit to pay-per-click for one month. What I love about pay-per-click, guys, is that it's going to, it's going to give you, okay, uh, your lead to contract ratio will be about 10 leads. Every 10 leads that you get through pay-per-click at about $160 a lead, it is more expensive. Your cost per lead will be more expensive than cold calling. But watch this. For every 10 leads that you get, it's about $1,600, you're going to get a deal. Okay, remember we said we're gonna we're gonna spend fifty five hundred, right? If you divide fifty five hundred by six one hundred and sixty, okay, let's do that. Fifty five hundred divided by one hundred and sixty dollars, you're gonna get about thirty four leads. And I said for every ten leads, you should be able to convert a deal. Well, guess what? That's three deals. You're gonna get a crazy return on investment there, right? Now, in order for you to have a successful digital marketing, specifically Google AdWord campaign. There's three things that have to be working in your favor. One, you gotta have an optimized landing page, an optimized lander, okay, which Dave can help you with, by the way. Um, so a high converting page. Two, you gotta have the right campaign manager, which is Dave. I trust Dave, I've been trusting him for six years. Three, you gotta have a qualified killer closer on the other side of that phone. Okay, those are the three top principles to having a successful digital marketing campaign. All right, so now that I've told you what to do with your first big payday, remember, you're gonna get three deals from pay-per-click and you're probably gonna land, if my math serves me correct, um, what was it, two deals a month, I believe, two deals a month from from uh, from uh, cold calling. All right, and now you're gonna be produced, you're gonna and, and reinvest a little more and a little more and a little more into the marketing side, and guess what? Now you're gonna be getting about 15 to 20 leads a day. Well, now your journey as a business owner begins. You went from hustler to business owner because you're about to make your first hire. Your first hire should be an acquisition manager, that's right, another closer, that you can oversee and train, that person can shadow you for about three months and you can slowly start to let go of that responsibility, that rope. Well now, that person's gonna dedicate 100% of their time to locking up these deals and that frees up a lot of your time to become a business owner and start working on the business instead of in the business, okay? Again, that's when your journey as a business owner really starts, when you make your first hire. All right, so um, I wanted to get on here real quick, and uh, I know this episode or this podcast, episode 22, is, is very short, but I really wanted to inform you of what you need to do with your first big payday because I'm constantly asked on Instagram, uh, on YouTube, on Facebook, hey, man, uh, I landed my first deal. What do I do? Hey, I'm about to close my first deal. What do I do? So I hope that I broke that down, um, I would say, granular enough for you to uh, be able to uh, really put your money to work, you know, because that, that, that's the whole thing here, guys. As real estate entrepreneurs, we are uh, trying to achieve financial freedom, and this is a great first step in that direction. Now, if you really do appreciate, you know, these episodes and this podcast, do me a huge favor, share it with somebody. We don't charge you anything, right? It's, this is a free podcast, and we give you as much value as we can every single week. Share with somebody, you know, let them know, hey, you know, the, the All In Entrepreneurs Podcast is back and it's blazing again. 
Um, so this is season two and we brought it back for you specifically because a lot of us have grown since 2018, right? So we want to be able to share that value with you and that knowledge with you. Again, do me a huge favor. If you haven't uh, uh, shared it with somebody, please do so for our audio listeners out there. Man, write some reviews, write some comments if you really appreciate uh, this podcast and what we're trying to bring to you every single week. And for those of you that are watching it on either YouTube or Facebook, uh, show us some love, give us some feedback, share it with somebody. And, uh, you know, my name is Carlos Reyes. I'm one of the co-founders of All In Nation. And man, oh man, I love serving you and I will see you next week.